Hello, welcome to Recapping with Delora and Ashley. Please follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Recapping Podcast. Also, comment, rate, and subscribe on your favorite podcast platform. We're on all the things. We would love to hear your ratings of the movies and shows we review. Email us your audio file to recappingpodcast at gmail.com and we will play it during the show. Or DM us on Instagram and we will post and read it on air. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you. Ashley. Well, hello, Delora. How are you today? Surprisingly, I am really well. (laughs) (laughs) I ain't got not one drink in front of me, but the Lord is good. How about that? (laughs) Here, You know what? I have not been indulging for our last few podcasts. I feel like there was a point where I felt like maybe I was relying on it to like relax me. Mm -hmm. And I don't ever want to rely on alcohol for anything like that. So, you know what? Of course not. No. We stay in sober. We stay in sober. (laughs) (laughs) Well, for me, I I needed to maintain my thoughts. So that's part of the reason because I'm a lightweight. You do get a little giggly. You get a little giggly, (laughs) but it's fun. Yes, yes. And so are quick headlines and hot topics. Ashley, do you wash your chicken? <laughs> Girl, you know, <don't> cook. <laughs> <laughs> but my mama does. Yes, she does. And most Black people do. I'm just saying. <laughs> and it requires more than just cold tap water. If you ask me, but looking at Buzzfeed, Paula Patton's fried chicken recipe (laughs) is making waves on the internet for all the wrong reasons. Ashley, I sent this to our group DM with our girl Shamika. Hey, Shamika. What's up, sis? I was floored. I had no (laughs) words. And I was like, y'all, y'all got to look at this. And Paula is such a sweet, kind soul. So I feel bad ragging her, but she sees in Greece, Ashley. Did you see Greece? Did you see the post about the guy who seasoned his charcoal when he was barbecuing? Did you see that? (gasps) Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Because when she was going step by step, God bless her soul for doing this. Okay. It was, it was the rinsing off the chicken with just cold water and just sitting it in flour. I was like, where's the seasoning? Where's the seasoning? And then she proceeds to put the chicken in the grease. Avocado oil, by the way, which, you know, because I do cook, avocado oil has a high smoke point. So I know a lot of people do fry things with it. And I'm sure it's probably quote unquote healthier. Yeah. Um, but when she showed the seasoning and she put the flour chicken in the grease, I was not ready. I was not ready for the Lowry's to go over the grease and the, and the pepper <laughs> that pep, that grease was so dark at the end. I was like, you can't, you reuse this. The whole point is to reuse the oil, sis. So was the chicken. The chicken was quite dark as well. <laughs> and it wasn't quite done. <laughs> People were like, it's so big. It's so big. 
I just need to know your thoughts on this video. I know you don't cook, but like, did you have anything that stood out in particular that was like, no, sis, this ain't it? So again, I I don't cook, so I don't try to criticize other people's skills, but I do love fried chicken, right? It's my my biggest food vice. And so (laughs) I can definitely say watching it, it did not look appealing to eat. You know, the final result, I was like, nah, I'm not coming to Paula's house to eat. But maybe she would surprise me. I don't know. It's just, it's Paula Patton and she's so kind. I'm more so focused on her outfit. I was like, what are you wearing? than I did (laughs) on her food, to be honest with y'all. I was like, what is this sweater? But she's so sweet. She's so kind. And I totally got what, what the consensus was from everybody. But I was just like, why? I guess what what drove her to post this video? Has she been posting other food <sighs> demonstrations? She trying to turn into Tia? Not every celebrity needs to do a food video. I'm sorry. The same way not everybody needs to take a picture of their homemade food plate that be looking at all kinds of crazy on these <laughs> internets. I I just I couldn't get over because she just kept saying this is my mom's recipe this is my mom's recipe I'm like your mom don't need this type of play right now like you just keep this to yourself they called out the the caucasity of the situation (laughs) so accurately in the comments I'm just saying it made me google and I was like damn y'all are so right (laughs) Ashley, <laughs> did you see the update? Did you see the update? I saw her video. Yes. So she is winning in this update. She has given us a master class of what to do when the internet drags you. So you go sweet. on vacation yes. in, in Mexico and you say, thank you. I appreciate all of your comments and the tips. This is just how my mama used to do it but I'm willing to learn. I was like, sis, bravo. So unbothered. My favorite comment on the shade room was somebody said, she said, I'm in Mexico living my best rich life while (laughs) y'all arguing about my fried chicken, but be blessed, you know? (laughs) Like it reminded me of the joke Trevor Noah made at the Grammys about, you know, for all the losers, just remember the most important thing, money. You have money. That <laughs> you have your values together in life. Yes, you know what I'm saying? That like, was a good one. Yeah. She's so unbothered by this. It was one moment. She had her whole public fallout with Robin Thick. I'm sure she's fine. Oh, that's true. Oof. He named that whole album after her. She was like, don't call me. And posted publicly. I still don't know where those texts and messages real that he had out there in like one of those videos from her. So I'm like, you embarrassed me. So I was like, if those were her real messages, oh, sir, I think those were real. You're yeah. you're intense for this. You're intense. Oh yeah. All right, love you, Paula. Me too. And I did not mean to criticize your appearance, girl. I really did wonder about that sweater. But you're so beautiful. You can wear anything. So again, she was trying to give us a Jennifer Gardner moment, but it just was unsuccessful. Because Jennifer Gardner's uh, Instagram cooking show is adorable. It's amazing. That's a good correlation because I was thinking Tia Mowry, but Tia steps up the fashion on so many levels. Always. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. All right. Our next quick headline, Kourtney Kardashian and Travis Barker's last minute Vegas ceremony was his idea. According to source, this is from 
People magazine. So it's been a crazy 24 hours, Ashley, because on Monday it was reported that Courtney and Travis got married in Las Vegas Chapel. He he's been very busy. He performed at the Oscars as well as the Grammys. And to me, when I first heard this rumor, I was like, okay, this makes sense. However, as of today, this morning, Kourtney Kardashian gave us a few pictures from her camera roll. And she said that they had a wonderful 2 a.m. epic night with a little bit of tequila. And they got married at the chapel with, with Elvis, but they do not have a license. Did you think they actually got married or did you know this was some type of, you know, crazy thing? crazy things these kids do in love I could definitely believe that they got married given the whirlwindness of this relationship and I feel Mm -hmm. like I mean they were in Vegas it was a sexy moment why not um the marriage license thing doesn't surprise me because at the end of the day Courtney's gonna have the things she's gonna have the dresses plural her mom is Chris Jenner exactly going to happen it's going to be a spectacle (laughs) right so yes could I imagine that they went and got married in this way sure but I still knew there would be a spectacle that would come along with this but man I always wonder you know sometimes like you see artists get off the stage after like a great show I always think like what do you do with that energy like that electricity so he said girl let's go to this chapel I wonder if it's the same chapel that Kelly Ripa and Mark Consuelos got married in though because that's some good juju Oh, yeah. They've been in the game a long time. A long time. That's some good juju. Yeah. I, you know, I really do enjoy them together. He makes her interesting. <laughs> Call back. But this is her first wedding and she's going to do a big because she's a Kardashian. And I feel like it would have been refreshing if she, this were real. I'm not going to lie. Um, but I'm not surprised that it wasn't, you know, that it wasn't the official wedding. Absolutely. And, you know, we got to we got to make Scott as uncomfortable as humanly possible. (laughs) Yes. Not we because, you know, I mess with Scott now, but I'm just saying like (laughs) in the scheme of like this situation, he's at home beating the shit out of his pillow like he is in shambles. Punching the air. (laughs) (laughs) He is in shambles. I have to say this. This is not very pleasant, but. I have not enjoyed their red carpet looks at all. And Courtney mm. actually can dress quite well. Yeah. I just have not enjoyed her hair, her makeup. Like, it, again, the Oscars as well as the Grammys. I'm like, She Courtney. was super demure at the Oscars, surprisingly. Like, her dress was just very, very basic. I was... But again, her hair and her makeup would, just didn't hit like it usually does. So I was really surprised by that. I don't she know is- if they were having intense makeout sessions before <laughs> these events touching tongues and all but she is she you know now that you say that she does probably have my favorite style of all the Kardashian sisters so I'm with you I'm not sure if maybe she went with the stylist different stylist at this point but I agree yeah it wasn't it wasn't as Courtney as I'm as I'm quite used to in terms of her like personality or her stamp on things but you know I guess the real prize is Travis so and I'm not gonna lie when he was playing drums for her and we'll get into that in our hot topic um 
all that energy. I was like, I get it now. Like he's been rocking so hard all Girl, these years. He is a he, rock and roll icon. star. Yes. Travis Barker. Like, yes, yeah. it's amazing that she kept him in the friend zone for so long because I mean, I know she was dealing with Scott, but yeah. it is Travis Barker. Like it is. I know. I, I, I'm not a tattoo person whatsoever, but if you're good at what you do and the, you know, you got that vibe, I'm like, okay. I see it. I see it. <laughs> All right. <sighs> Here we go, Ashley. <laughs> Fall out from Slapgate, which I actually do not enjoy that name, but I don't know what else to call it other than Will Smith slap just slapped the shit out the of me. <laughs> you gotta, it's one of those. One of those. Well, this is according to CNN Entertainment. Academy moves up meeting to decide on Will Smith's sanctions. Whew. Sounds very, very heavy, Ashley. So since our last conversation, Will Smith has resigned from the Academy. Um, one of the things that also came out immediately after Sunday's um, incident was that there was going to be an, uh, a meeting with the Academy Board of directors on april 18th well since he resigned they have acknowledged that you know their decision on whether to suspend or expel him from the academy is no longer on the table and so they want to resolve this in a timely fashion and so it has been moved up to april 8th which is friday at 9 a.m pacific standard time and i'm only saying that because i'm sure that news will come out by the afternoon um but yeah there's a lot of rules about smith coming to the table having to address what happened and they're going to make their ruling a lot has happened ashley also when it comes to his film projects um this one i thought was interesting i saw this from variety jojo siwa exits Will Smith backed YA movie called Bounce. Paramount players no longer involved. What what I find it interesting is this: this project, along with another project with Netflix, were already no goes before the incident. But we're getting these headlines as if this is all a part of the fallout. I will say that his book turned into like a biography tv show is officially on ice though and that's with apple plus and um netflix they were bidding on that so what's gonna happen ashley to will i wish i had my crystal ball delora but i don't and so i mean at this point i think obviously he tried to um kind of get ahead of it by going ahead and resigning and doing what he felt like he needed to do Um, But I think that the Academy still probably feels like they need to show some type of public Mm -hmm. punishment. So I'm sure there will, to your point, be more, whether that's going to be he's barred from going to the Oscars for a few years, whatever that looks like. But, you know, what's interesting to me about that, too, is like, I almost feel like the Academy at this point could do not could do nothing further and it would be okay because at the end of the day 
isn't it a big enough thing that he's resigning? Like what all comes with your resignation? Like you're no longer allowed to be involved in like voting and things yes. like that. So I mean, that's right. in and of itself, that is major. So yes. I hope the Academy doesn't just feel this sense of pressure that they have to do outlandish things just to make a point, because I think he's dealing with the brunt of it enough, probably himself personally mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. internally. And obviously the public fallout continues with everybody wanting to have an opinion. But you know what I think has been interesting too, beyond the headlines about studios and all this stuff, which personally I think is absurd, is that I feel like the true villain coming back out of the situation is people feeling like it's Jada. Girl, the and amount of Jada talk that's been going around in these streets is it, she literally did nothing but sat there. If you really want to talk about it, but then everybody wants to talk about, you know. But that's what some people take issue and... with is the fact that she sat back and did nothing. There was a comedian who came on the Breakfast Club, and I can't think of his name right now. I just had kind of read the headline. Earthquake. Thank you. And said she didn't have his back with the fact that she didn't stop him from getting up on that stage and doing what he did as if she was a mind reader and knew he was about to go up, up there and smack Chris Rock on national television. So, you know, I feel like beyond that headline, I also saw a headline that I don't even think she actually said where she supposedly said, I'm, I'm not the type of woman who needs defending. I don't even think that's a real quote, but it's still floating out there. Like, I just feel like there's this villainization, which I'm finding to be fascinating along with this story, because were y'all already going to be on this train just because everybody wants her to kind of take the fall for possibly his emotional state because of the the state of everybody being in their marriage and being in their business. Do you think that? I, to me, it just boils down to people being uncomfortable that a woman has something to say about her sexual health. Like Hmm. he's the one that has said multiple times that they decide to come together happy. And that meant she slept around. Well, I think people forget too. Like I heard when uh had to be a podcast or something where somebody was like, they shouldn't put their personal business out there if they don't want people talking about it. It was August Alcina who put this public business out here, guys. Lest we forget his interview with Angela Yee that sparked this entire windfall. All Mm -hmm. they did was decide to actually publicly address it. And they could have just did the Hollywood thing and denied. I'm sure they could have. Which but... they've done for years, but maybe yes. they just feel like they're at a place where, hey, let's let's put possibly too because of the relationship Jada had with August, right? Where she's mm-hmm. like, if I don't just go ahead and address this, it'll continue to, to spin, spin and maybe he'll say more. Because again, how did they not have that man have an NDA? But anyway. That, Ashley, that is the point. I mean, if anything, I think the only thing I'm gonna blame Jada for is to not tying her stuff up well enough because we don't know who we'll be with exactly which is amazing which is amazing fascinating well-kept secrets okay in Hollywood so um still speculation of Margot Robbie but I digress I've heard that too she's a married Um, woman so I'm just saying speculation from back in the day I was gonna say she's for first and foremost 
gorgeous okay drop dead yeah when they did that movie together she was very much single so you never know yeah that's Um, what i said she's a married woman now i said this is back in the day (laughs) just in case anyone listening is not up on their margot robbie not to get let's not get it confused (laughs) but but yeah i just you know who's the real mvp in this whole situation chris rock regina hall (laughs) a word we have heard from her other co-hosts uh, from the Oscars, including Amy Schumer, who decided to give an example of a joke that didn't get approved. Did you hear this? Ashley? I did. I did. I'm not going to repeat it because it's disgusting, but it has a lot to do with the incident that happened on the Rust cell, uh, set yeah. where the cinema photographer was shot and killed by accident. But then it was Alec Baldwin talking about the slab that I'm like, sir, sir. Jerry Springer. He said it was like an episode of Jerry Springer. Listen, you don't Alec need to say nothing. Alec falls on a, one side or another sometimes for me. This was a huge miss, huge miss. But I, because I we said, showed him so much empathy. We you showed couldn't... him a lot of grace. We showed him a lot of and grace. He- even talking about, about his it. situation with his daughter. Remember, we were like, oh, we're overlooking yes! him calling his daughter a pig yes! and all this stuff. Yeah. We showed him a lot of grace and empathy. But he can't give a grace that. to Will Smith about a slap? Delora, that's why I said in our last episode, this rhetoric that everybody is parroting was really bothering me because it feels like everybody wants to be so outraged about this one particular thing. But there are so many examples of times that y'all were not outraged just because why? Because it happened behind closed doors because you didn't necessarily have a physical example of it in front of your face. You know, I don't want to say violence um has levels but violence does have levels he did not go up there and beat the shit out of chris rock he slapped (laughs) him one time in the face like i'm just saying like y'all have to really calm down that's i'm so sorry again this podcast does not condone violence we have said that many many times but i'm just saying the outrage about it to me has been completely absurd and so my point with um calling Chris Rock the MVP I thought that's where you were going was because he's in the bag like he's getting all the residuals from this situation and the possibility of actually suing Will Smith later if he if he chooses to yeah I can't imagine that I really cannot imagine him going down that road but listen his comedy career is red hot I'm even going to see him guys in July I'm not gonna lie I'm gonna go ahead and say this he may sue the academy again there is no reason why they didn't cut to commercial. If if Will Smith going on stage was not part of the show, y'all should have just flipped to commercial. We didn't have to hear him curse. We could this could have been the greatest what happened at the academy, but only people in the room knows what happened. I think if- even the camera people were shocked, Delora. I just think nobody could have possibly called this and reacted in the moment because that's how absolutely shocking it was yeah so one one last question on this ashley has there been anything similar to this whether pop culture or not that's the equivalent of the 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 amount of shock that we because again will smith is like the last person on earth i would ever imagine doing something like this i i think the only equivalent 
in like recent memory that I can think of in terms of like shock value and the public reaction was Janet Jackson Nipplegate because Mm. it was so unexpected for people. It caused such backlash. It had such headlines. It was another like beloved black artist Mm -hmm. who's getting this like whiplash from the media and everybody wanting to criticize and talk about and fine Mm -hmm. and all this and it happened on broadcast television. Mm -hmm. So that's really the only like major correlation I can say, Mm -hmm. but I still don't know. I don't, I can't think of anything that to me was just this like out of character because yes. at least Janet is like sexy, sexy. so you can see a wardrobe yeah. malfunction as like well that was unfortunate but it wasn't completely out of the realm of possibility I mean she had a, a glittery nipple clamp or whatever that's the thing we didn't even see areola but I digress <laughs> I digress. Y'all are so crazy. Listen, for me, public outrage is insane. For me, it's not one for one, but I guess it's the shock um, would be Simone stepping out during the Olympics, right? Mm-hmm. Like major world platform, the expected winner of all the things you would never imagine in a million years her. And this is this is the initial when we first heard of it her not performing right like what do you mean she's not performing and then we later realized you know what the what spinnies are what have you and a lot of people had a lot of t- <laughs> a lot to say about it so who yeah. could not do a damn cartwheel let alone <laughs> <laughs> hop on yes. any of that equipment <laughs> time for hot topics and guess what there's only one hot topic today and that would be the grammys ashley we're going to talk about all the things let's start with the red carpet and fashion did you have any favorites so i'm so sad to say this coming off of the beauty that i felt like was the oscars red carpet I, I cannot say that there was a single look on the Grammys red carpet that I really loved. Ashley, you ain't never lied in my <laughs> entire life. I was like, what are we doing? The Oscars brought it. Did they yeah. use all the good dresses? Because everybody looked a mess at the Grammys. <laughs> a mess. If I had, it was like scraping the bottom of the barrel to come up with my list, okay? The only look I will give you, and I think we texted about it, was Jared Leto. Because Jared Leto <laughs> is just such a beautiful man. Not Lenny? Not Lenny? I can't he give it to us that rock star. I can't Jimmy. I can't give it to the only thing I saw Lenny in was that one piece. And I can't give it to Lenny for that one piece. But I was I was holding my breath during his performance with her yeah, when he was doing you those texts. I was like, Lord, don't let nothing fall out. Let <laughs> That's confidence right there. He had on the silver high heels to, uh, you know, he was doing his thing. But Jared Leto, I think he said he usually wears Gucci. So he was still wearing Gucci. Yeah. But he's just so, such a beautiful man. He's pretty. He has such confidence. He can wear a full painted set of nails and still, you know, live his best life. So Jared Leto, I guess, is my number one in terms of red carpet fashion. That is so funny. Well, my favorite dress wasn't even on the red carpet, or at least I didn't see it there. 
it would be SZA. I like the ethereal moment um, with uh, the flowers and the tool. I thought that was cute. And then Doja's second dress when they accepted their reward was cute. But oh, sweetie, I'm sorry. Sweetie was beautiful to me. I thought Sweetie, she wore she wore two outfits. She wore the pink. Yeah. And then she wore that black that was supposed to be like a throwback to Halle Berry. Mm. I did think she was beautiful. Sometimes I feel like uh, what your sister said about, you know, the female rappers is quite true. (laughs) But but in Sweetie's case, I think it was the short hair. It was everything. I just thought she I thought she looked lovely. So I think Mm -hmm. Sweetie would also be a top best dress for me. But, you know, the person of the night was Olivia Rodrigo and she did not bring it. Like, I don't know what we were trying to do because I know she tries to come off kind of punky or whatever, but I'm like the necklace and the gloves and the dress. Like, I also feel like how old is Olivia now? 19. So I also feel like I'm waiting for her to have that little bit more of like a adult vibe to her style. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like she's very cute still, but I'm kind of mm-hmm. waiting on like that breakout style moment that she I don't feel like I've one seen. One time, she actually showed up one year with a lot of cleavage and it was a lot too soon. Well, I was going to say, besides that W dress, because that's what you're talking about. It was like a W neckline that yeah. she had. And yeah. she was beautiful, but I think I'm waiting for it to translate into like her style in general. Yeah. yeah. It's almost like our, our girl from, from Bridgerton, our, our standout. So I was reading something that Simone Ashley said about her style and how she always felt like she dressed a little young and then she got a stylist and it just elevated her style so much in terms of like the evolution. So I think Mm -hmm. that's kind of what I'm waiting for with Olivia. Like Mm -hmm. I'm just waiting on kind of that additional like evolution from kind of the younger teenage look to what is your, your style going to be as you continue in your career. She just got out of Disney though. So we'll, we'll probably have a couple of years, maybe the second album. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, I don't even know if I feel like Ariana Grande has still moved forward yet in that way. <sighs> you know, I have major issues with her look, but yeah. Is it the spray it, tan? Is it the deep? No. Spray tan? Not, okay. <laughs> not the black fishing, surprisingly. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's the ultra sexiness, but you look like you're probably 16 year old situation we all know that she's a woman she's now married but first out the box it was rough it was rough I'm oh like, yeah you have said that I want to caveat our conversation and say all these ladies are beautiful yeah no matter what they're wearing in case anyone Absolutely. feels like we're being ultra critical we're not oh, trying no. to be they're all <laughs> gorgeous you. and talented yes all right so we talked about fashion what were your favorite moments? Doja Cat running up to the stage after she came from the bathroom. She really did. Did you see the behind I did. the scenes? I did. With security <laughs> in tow. I saw it. Ran up to the stage from the bathroom. And you know, she was her usual quirky self, but then we caught a glimpse of the real Doja and she made me cry. Mm-hmm. Like I, yeah. I teared up for sure um, as she got emotional and thought about probably everything she's gone through. Because again, she was a, a hit quick headline last week where we were talking about her possibly retiring. And she did not negate that on the red carpet as she Laura and I caught. So yeah. maybe this will help to continue that spark given that she's receiving this level of recognition and validation for her craft so we'll see that was emotional for me silk sonics choreograph 
choreography, synchronized choreography for every single win. Yeah. Loved it. And Anderson yeah. Pack's hair. <laughs> this freaking his wig was on my <laughs> list as well. Yes. Absolutely. Brought me Everything. so much joy. <laughs> He's like, we're having a hard time being humble here. Exactly. <laughs> I'm like, keep y'all talk your shit, son. He yes. was whipping that wig back and forth. Remember that song I whipped my hair back and forth? He was whipping Absolutely. that wig back and forth. I loved it. And um you know, other moments more involve winners. So those are my top moments outside of just who won. Uh, yes, I agree um, with your list. Mine would be Trevor Noah in his opening monologue and how he effortlessly put in the fiasco of the Oscars. So, I mean, because I was on pins and needles wondering what exactly he's going to say. Like, is he going to flat out call out Will and Jada and Chris Rock and all that? But he was like, we're going to have a good night. We're going to keep people's names out of our mouths. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, brilliant. He's so brilliant. I love Trevor Noah. I'm just going to go ahead and uh, sneak fast forward a little bit. When Jasmine Sullivan won. Yeah. I started screaming. I got up out of, off my couch and I started screaming because this is a long, long time coming. She didn't even think she had won. Her reaction to it was sitting there like, wait, wait, wait. Did they really just say my name? That's a top moment for me as well. But again, it's it's the winner's list, right? She's yeah. one of the most beloved R&B artists, in my opinion, right now. But when Jerika Duncan posted a throwback video of her singing when she was a kid I'm like Jasmine has been in this game for so long this was so overdue the vocal range alone she does things that people dream of so I'm saying she's hot now but she has been doing her thing for so long in this industry yes and has not received the recognition so much so that when she like had her interview afterwards she was like I had put it out my mind I had kind of given up hope I thought I'm gonna have my fans. I'm gonna have my music. Did you see the one interview when the lady asked her where she was going to put her awards? And she said, oh, I'm going to give it to my parents. And, and the lady phrased it in a way she was like, oh, where do you put all your awards? And she was like, I just actually started winning them. Speechless. We love you. We love you, Jasmine. Yes, we do, girl. You do your thing. I also love the insight that we got about hotels during her speech so beautiful and to your point extremely insightful and she told you who her audience was she told she even walked us through her personal journey of forgiving herself like I just love 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 so let's go ahead and talk more about these winners Ashley I enjoyed this show I really did it was like a with a fresh air compared to the tension (laughs) and I hate to say it because the Oscars overall was a great show too because again even though that slap had my anxiety on 10 (laughs) we haven't experienced anything like that on on live tv like ever 
in a very, very long time. And so when the Grammys came along, I was just so, I was a little bit hesitant because let's keep it real. A lot of our big stars didn't show up. There was no Taylor Swift. There was no Beyonce, Jay-Z. There was no Ariana Grande. There, do you understand what I'm trying to say? So in all accounts, this was supposed to be kind of like a, uh, who cares? But mm-hmm. it was, the performances were phenomenal. Um, and the winners were very exciting. Did you have any other favorite winners of the night? John Baptiste. Ooh, yes. It was so unexpected for him. Yes. He brings me so much joy as a human being, not even as yes. I'm not even talking about his artistry, like as a human being, his spirit brings me so much joy. I love it. You know, I loved his speech against Miles, who had a great speech and talked yes. about how music is, you know, so much more than than just an art form, an expression of art form. Um, it's a religious practice for him. And it just I know he's going through some things in his personal life, too. So it just it was it was a great moment. Same. Such a beautiful moment. And to your point, I saw the CBS uh, Sunday morning interview that was done with him and his now wife and how she's going through her second battle with cancer. And to know that he wrote her lullabies like every day when she was in isolations, Uh, because they couldn't, you know, because of COVID and everything, they couldn't be together. And just to know he has so much music in his bones and, and to be like, Ashley, we love popular music and popular culture, but we also love good quality music. And he, for album of the year to go to eight, a musician mm-hmm. <laughs> like you know what I mean mm-hmm. it's so major it's so major and so exciting and 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 just needed to be celebrated I mean his smile he was the most nominated of the night he had 11 nominations and he went home with five but his smile with all his Grammys in his hands I'm like that's this is such a beautiful moment okay also talking about winners Silk Sonic clean sweep they won the following record of the year song of the year best r&b song and best r&b performance for leave the door open was that well deserved for you absolutely i i mean i know they tied with jasmine sullivan in one of their categories yes but best r&b performance but absolutely i mean I was late on the Anderson Pack train versus girl, me and girl. Bruno are like. I should have told you about Anderson Pack. He yeah. is the truth. <laughs> I mean, so I knew the name, but but I wasn't I wasn't ingrained the way that I am with certain artists like Bruno and Beyonce mm-hmm. and folks mm-hmm. like that who I go see their concerts and everything. Yeah. Right. So one of yeah. my friends recently just went to see Silk Sonic perform in Vegas, Ooh. and I was so jealous because the should showmanship. You want to go? I will absolutely go. You ain't say nothing but a word. <laughs> it's the showmanship for me. Like I told you, I love to go to a show and be so thoroughly entertained. And these are my type of artists for that. Like, mm-hmm. I love the choreo. I love the voices. I 
unlike Van Lathan, I love the nostalgia of the throwback of their style of music right now. And it's just something different, I guess, for me too, because it's not, there's no other Silk Sonic right now. You know what I yeah, mean? We get yeah. a lot of the same sometimes in music. But they're the only ones brave enough to do something different, you know? And and I can understand why people find it gimmicky, especially from Bruno Mars, because we've done it for the from the beginning. He went from the doo-wop era. He did the 70s with um, you make me feel like girl. That's the first <laughs> time I saw him in concert. Ashley, if you ever ask me who's the best concert I've ever attended. I'm only going to say Bruno Mars over Beyonce because of this. Beyonce, there is a level of expectation that I went to that concert and I got my life, right? I went to see Bruno Mars on his rise up with my girl, Tony. How you doing, girl, Tony? Shout out to South Atlanta. That's my, one of my best friends from high school. We weren't ready. We were not ready. <laughs> we got our entire life I still remember those moments and the thing that I love about the Bruno Mars concert besides him being just a phenomenal showman he sings he plays the instruments and so does his band they sing and play and dance the whole entire time dance his little ass off but you know he has been he was you know certain people are born to do this yes absolutely Yes. But seeing him as a little kid back in the day in Hawaii. Yes. With his dad and per- performing like there was no other path for you, Bruno. There was no other path. Ah! Baby. There was no other path. But he was so good that I remember I was sitting next to a middle aged white woman when I went to the concert and we were jumping and sweating and singing our hearts out like I mean his audience is broad right like it it was just such an experience that I will never forget and so saying that 24 karat tour was just as phenomenal just as phenomenal I was very much pregnant so I didn't get a chance to do that one but what I will say is they performed my favorite song from their album 777 and it was perfect because it was in Las Vegas um did you have any favorite performances her featuring Lenny Kravitz and Travis Barker yes like I also loved Billie Eilish's performance I felt like she brought such energy yes such energy and I've again I've my love for Billie Eilish has deepened over like the past six months but her (laughs) always is a standout for me that's my girl you know love her to death I gotta catch this back on my mind tour what about you so as I mentioned, Silk Sonic performing my song, um, Billie Eilish, her absolutely still the same. Um, I was concerned about Lady Gaga though. I didn't know if she didn't know how to contain her energy because it was a lot. It was, it was, and part of me, when I got a chance to think more about it, I was like, well, is it because she's performing by herself when she's supposed to be doing it with Tony? You know what I mean? um but yeah I also text you and said I think she's probably more emotional than she let so you know Gaga is a artiste and a performer and she has honed this but I think there may be times where you know that cracks a little bit because of possibly the emotion and knowing what Tony's struggling with and all of that so Mm could have gotten to her but she looked fabulous I guess that's a fashion moment we didn't talk about Gaga looked fabulous honey but it was in the mint dress like I didn't know if I was in love with the red carpet black and white yeah 
I'm but, talking about her performance look. Yes. Specifically. Yep. Yep. Phenomenal. And speaking of Tony Bennett, he also made history. He won his 14th best traditional pop vocal album. And so Ashley, is there anything else you want to talk about with the Grammys? Shout out to my boy Lucky Day, because I didn't even realize it's all that this list like I saw that he had won, but I didn't know for what or anything like that. So shout out to my guy. I love me some Lucky Day. Congratulations. So I have two final things. The first, what was up with the censors? Like this was CBS. They were super slow <laughs> with peaches. With peaches. That performance was agonizing. We talked about this. I was like, you trying to make this slow this down ain't it justin like all my bitches are what I, like what are we talking about sir <laughs> y- you need to sing this fast because the lyrics don't make any sense i'm laughing because he really did try to make it an old negro spiritual like he really did he <laughs> thought he was about to bring out he thought he's about to bring out all the feelings when he was crooning there at the beginning you know justin fought because he said, this is an R&B album. <laughs> this is, these Where are my the roots. And everything. These are my R&B roots. And I'm from Canada. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> my final, my final thought, girl, it's coming y'all. But the social media sensation, specifically TikTok, the unofficial Bridgerton, album musical it's called the unofficial Bridgerton musical won a grammy um it won for best musical theater album and what it is is they took the series season one and they made up songs and unsolicited nobody even asked for this no one asked they were a smash (laughs) did you hear it so I heard about it because a podcast that I listened to highlighted the fact yeah. that they won this and kind of the history. Yeah. So, they even performed it like what a Kennedy Center honors. Yes. Yeah. They did. And Ashley, I've downloaded this musical. Of course you have. <laughs> of course you have. That's why, guys, listen to this. When we were deciding on our next recap, Delora was like, Ashley, I know it's your week. You want to do Bridgerton? And I said, absolutely not. Bridgerton is your baby. There is no way that I can take the reins and give Bridgerton the justice that it deserves. It is absolutely her favorite child, <laughs> as we all know. So Delora will be leading our Bridgerton recap, guys. It's coming. Their song is, I burn for you. And it, it, it's, it's, I cannot wait. I just can't wait because I'll talk more about it during the during our recap of Bridgerton season two check out that first first season broken up in two parts it won't be in two parts this time we're we're perfecting the formula guys we're perfecting the formula this is our very beginning very beginning I think that was like what episode was 15 that was early very early on (laughs) we're almost at 100 Ashley we are can you believe this yes because we've been doing this (laughs) we ain't we ain't new to this no more. We true to we this. true to this. So yes, it does. But it's still so exciting. You know, a lot of podcasts don't even get to 100 episodes for whatever reason. So I'm mm-hmm. so proud 
to say that we're getting to episode 100 and I'm doing it with my bestie Delora so it gets no better better so if there's nothing else Ashley what are we recapping for next week so guys I don't know if you've heard about a little show called Euphoria (laughs) on HBO Max most beloved I guess if that's the word we want to use at least most watched girl yes show on HBO since Game of Thrones major key and the most tweeted about show in the past decade so in case you guys have over (laughs) scandal sis 34 million tweets okay so in case you guys have not checked out the first two seasons of Euphoria our girl Zendaya stars and also produces check it out because we are going in we're doing a little kind of brush over of season one and then we're gonna dive into the juiciness that was season two can't wait we'll see you then bye